I certainly hope you dance as well as you dress. There's only one way to find out. You and I, we're not so different. Agent Argyle. Little help? Hold on. Phenomenal, sweetie, but what happens next? It's called a cliffhanger, mother. Ellie, it's called a cop out. Whoa, hey, there's a cat in there. Oh my god, you're Ellie freaking Conway. Author of the Argyle series, Ellie Conway. I am such a fan. Oh, yeah, what is it you do? Espionage. Would you sign my book? <laughs> Here we go. I love this book. Come on. People. Real life spies. Why would they care about me? Because you're a goddamn fortune teller, Ellie. Why can't you see? When you wrote your new book, actually happened, and you kicked a hornet's nest you didn't even know existed. I'm in some really big trouble, Mom. Oh, so now you're experimenting with drugs. I want all assets on them now. I need her to write the next chapter. for you to meet the real Agent Argyle. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have... Our very first review of the month, first review in a long time here on the podcast. Today we are talking, unfortunately, about Matthew Vaughn's Argyle. Before we get started, I am joined by some guests from the Cinemania World team. First, we have them the box office report show. We got Larry. Larry, hello. Hey, we're back. We're here. No, we're not talking box office. We'll we'll talk about Argyle's box Whoa, office this week, though, because yeah. we're coming back for sure, y'all. But mm-hmm. no, we're here to talk about the film itself today. Yes, very good to have you here. We are also joined from the Cinemania World team, Candid Cinema. We have Agent Argyle herself, Manda. <laughs> Manda, hello. Hey, it's good to be back. I feel like I haven't been on in a very long time, and I cannot wait to uh, get into this one with you guys. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> so um, I guess we can get going with this movie. It's, if, it's, if, you, if you follow me on Twitter, you already know how I feel about the film. 
Uh, I have it up on IMDb right now to give you guys the bio. I hate this poster because they have Bryce Dallas Howard as like the fourth billing. And I'm like, she's like the main character, ain't she? In this movie. So it's wild. I was looking a little for a poster weird. Do you for see a that? thumbnail <laughs> and they have her like, like she's in, not the even in the middle. It's like she needs so to be weird. the middle of the triangle. I don't understand. Dua Lipa is like before her and Samuel L. Jackson. I'm befuddled at the poster, but um, I don't know. All right. So. Talking about Argyle, and the bio is as follows. A reclusive author who writes espionage novels about a secret agent in a global spy syndicate realizes the plot of the new book she's writing starts to mirror real-world events and in real time. Directed by Matthew Vaughn. That is tough to say because I love Matthew Vaughn's movies. And it stars, of course, Bryce Dallas Howard, Henry Cavill, Sam Rockwell, John Cena, Dua Lipa, I guess, and some other folks. Let's uh, let's get into this because uh, this has been kind of a divisive movie. I'm seeing some people sing this movie's praises. God bless you all, but holy smokes, what are we seeing differently here? But then we have people like me who absolutely despise this movie. And I guess I'm going to go into the uh, show, kick it off with you guys, you two. Hearing your thoughts on it, I'll start with you, Larry. Agent Argyle, the movie. What did you think? <laughs> so this is going to be tough to beat for me when it comes to biggest disappointment of the year. Because I actually was really excited. I know everybody was tired of the trailer and all that, but... I thought it looked fun. I thought the trailer looked like a good time. It had that spotty CGI, but I was like, you know what? We're down with it. Plus, we were getting Matthew Vaughn back for like a stylized action comedy, which is where he shines, in my opinion. And the cast looked great. So I was hyped. I got my little Argyle sweater vest on, and I was ready and at that movie theater on Thursday night. And oh my gosh. Um... I borderline hated it. <laughs> um, I just, I did not like it. I know, I think Manda's part of this camp, and I know a lot of other people that liked the first half, like, liked up until we got to the big reveal. I didn't even like that, personally. Um, I thought that was mid, but I thought it was spotty. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't it know. Spotty. It just, the it was so awkward. It, it tries to hit this, like, really delicate balance mm -hmm. of comedy action, where it's campy and over the top and fun but it fails miserably at hitting that tone yeah. properly for me the screenplay was so bad like this screenplay oh, is dude. a disaster do you know real quickly you said um like you were talking about just the balance of it all you know what the like the the, the first half of the movie reminds me a lot of ghosted and then mm -hmm. It should it shouldn't remind it shouldn't like surprise me because I saw that this movie was also produced by Apple Apple Films, which as was ghosted. So <laughs> but I but I but Same I agree, flavor. dude. They were doing this jump <laughs> from like the whatever, the now to like the book yeah. to the now to the book. And I was like, bro, what the fuck is going on dude and then there's moments where she's envisioning uh henry cavill while sam rockwell is doing stuff that and it's so bad and i think henry cavill was like cg in some of those shots it was just 
It was just weird, dude. I don't I, know. Go ahead, Larry. I'm sorry. I like that part, though. Oh, I'll get into that after. No, I'll, I'll get it. Go ahead, Larry. I'll get into that after. I'll explain well, no. why. But, yeah. Well, you're talking about CG. Let's get into this. It cost $200 million, and that must have went to the cast because the oh, yeah. CG in this movie is horrible. I need to know, did they actually have a cat, like, no, that at cat all? was all CG. Like, was yeah. there ever a cat, even when they were just holding him? Like, no. was was there a cat? Because no. that cat looked bad. Yeah. His face and the eyes didn't look like an actual feline. It was wild. It was, yeah. like, wild. The cat was wild. It freaked me out. Um, And then, not even just, like, the CG itself, but the green screen work was so bad Ooh, in this movie. Like, the green screen looked so horrible. Um, I have to get... I'll give it up for most of the actors, I think, did what they were brought to do. Like, yeah. a lot of them don't get a lot of screen time to do much, but they deliver for what they need. Like, I thought Henry Cavill was good. I thought Bryce Dallas Howard was really good. I, I actually quite enjoyed her in the movie. I just wish she was given a better script. And then Sam Rockwell's like kind of steals the show. He's great in the movie because he's mm-hmm. getting to do like what Sam Rockwell does. Be <laughs> this charming, funny, but kind of badass, snarky dude. And he kills it as always. So, uh, I mean, and then you have like Catherine O'Hara and Brian Cranston who were just chewing up the scenery and hamming mm-hmm. it up. And I loved that. I was like, okay, yes, give me this. But Oh my gosh, the screenplay was just so bad. I could not get over it. And the editing was also terrible. So they do these yeah, I was going to say that too. I was like, the the, the editing oh, is awful. I just It's yeah. horrible. They do these transitions early in the film that could have been cool if that's it. But then they do them to death. Like they try to over-stylize the entire film to death that it just kills it for me that and that's kind of what this whole film does it just does everything at a million it does twists and turns to a million it does over the top to a million and it wears thin fast i said in my review on my channel one i called it a cheesy mess because that's kind of how i felt but I left with a headache. Like it gave me a headache. It was just so, it was like obnoxious to watch mm-hmm. this movie for me. Uh, Dwayne didn't get to my favorite scene of the whole movie. So this, <laughs> there's one scene here that I think is like the perfect Matthew Vaughn scene. And it has to do with different colors of smoke bombs. I was going just going to ask you, is that because that was in the trailer? It's the and- smoke bomb scene. And it's I like the best, not. it was the best scene of the movie to me. Um, I'm sorry, <laughs> It looked cool. It was pretty. It was ridiculous. But in the kind of Matthew Vaughn, in conjunction to this ice skating on oil scene that was around the same time that I hated. Like, that's the worst of what this movie delivered. You like that one? I liked the ice skating. Oh, Damn, what well, is again, going on with y'all two? Well, the CGI <laughs> was just so terrible in the ice skating scene. I that actually, I, deal. I called that happening because they were I mean, sitting there. Then the guy slipped. I'm like, watch her skate. And then this ended up happening right after. It's wild. Um, it's wild. Um, um, yeah, the, the movie. Oh, I'm just so, and it's so long. The thing is, yeah. we go through about a million twists and turns in this movie. They yeah. do a million different reveals, and they do about a hundred too many. Like this yeah. movie is yeah. over two hours. It should have clocked in at a breezy ninety. Like with the material yeah. that we had here, it was way, way too long. So and um, ugh. it's uh, it, it, it is it baffles me because I saw Night Swim. I, I've been very I've been surely lacking when it comes to like 2024 movies so far. But I did watch Night Swim 
and like Night Swim is not on my worst. And I thought going into this year, I was like the first thing that's going to be number one at the tippity top of my list is going to be Madam Web. There's no way I like Madam Web. Absolutely no way. Oh. So I was baffled like that this this is like my first worst list, you know, first movie on the worst list. I am so shocked. But uh, Amanda, let's let's go to you because you and Larry seem kind of opposite in, in a way, but you also didn't really <laughs> like it. So uh, I, let's go to you. I think we enjoyed different things, but ultimately <laughs> we just disliked it as a whole. Um, I really liked the first half. I think for me, I'm such a diehard Matthew Vaughn fan because I mm-hmm. adore the first Kingsman. I apologize to everyone that I like Golden Circle, but I still like I enjoy. I, I have fun with Golden Circle. I have yeah. fun with it. I mean, a lot of people. Than, it looks like a mess. It's better than. <laughs> I know. Chance. I was just about to say that's true because compared to this, I'm like, fam, like you fell off so hard. Um, but I adore Sam Rockwell. Like Larry said, they literally hired him to be himself and he Mm. was so incredibly charming and fun that like you genuinely believe that he's a spy. Like I really loved his performance in this. Um, I love the dynamic between him and Bryce Dallas Howard, uh, in the first half. Cause once that reveal (laughs) happens and she just goes like back and forth with like good and evil within like the second half, I was just like, I don't understand what's happening here. And you lose all chemistry between them because she keeps flipping back and forth. Um, So that was a massive downfall. My biggest peeve is that you have Henry Cavill and you have John Cena for like in the first like five minutes of this. And you, you get so excited because you know what? They actually had pretty decent chemistry for what we saw. I liked it a lot. I did. I was into it. You know what I mean? And Cavill was going to be the straight man. Cena was going to be the funny guy. I'm like more of this. And then the, the concept I actually really enjoyed where she was like typing you know what I mean? And like, this was the story. And I really enjoyed going back and forth because I'm like, this is unique. This is fun. It's very different. And then in the action scenes between Rockwell and Cavill flipping, I was like, this is so sick. I hope we get to see more of this. Um, because it was just, ref- it was different for me. It, f- it felt refreshing that we had like an action sequence like that. And then mm-hmm. after they get off the train, what nothing nothing happened for me i was waiting for it to pick up the action sequences were repetitive for a big chunk of it mm-hmm. and they saved all the action for the end and none of it made sense so for me when people are like you guys hate fun no we enjoy fun movies like kingsman if it makes sense if any of Argyle actually made sense. I'm pretty sure more people would have enjoyed it. But with all of these twists and turns and these reveals upon reveals, it's like you guys did not know A, how to end it, end it, B, where to take it in the last like 30, 40 minutes because you're just doing stuff for shock value to impress audiences and then it just doesn't yeah. stop properly. I hate I, I, exactly what you just said. Um, I hate stuff that's just done for shock value Yeah. because I feel like betrayal and twist are really sacred. And when done right, it's like some of the best, you know, it's some of the best things you'll see when, when, a, when a good twist is done right. Um, this movie, it's like, 
it starts off with like twist after like 20 minutes and then every 10 15 minutes there's a new twist and i really started to get really really bothered by when it came to bryce dallas howard's character when that stuff started to go down i was like what and then um so as larry mentioned earlier um i i did not finish this movie and I know <laughs> nowadays, <laughs> I know nowadays that's like frowned upon. People on Twitter are like really squeamish about that. Oh my God, you didn't stay for the hard work of the whatever, whatever, dude. Life is short. I have a cat at home. I'd rather be Ooh. there when a the movie's like really, really bad. I, and I can't tell you the, I don't just leave bad movies. Like, I mean, I, I, I watch a lot of bad movies and I don't just leave. You got to be really nonsensical and really idiotic for me to get up and leave. The last movie that I did this with was Black Christmas in 2019. I don't know if you guys remember that movie, but that movie was like bottom of the barrel, just awful. I remember one one character was like, "Does does does Christmas lights need batteries?" And I got up and I got up and I just left and I I I, 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 I left. Okay, so there's a moment in this movie where things are happening. And then you think it, you're going to start getting into the nitty gritty of the story and the, the climax of it all. And then they throw another twist. And you and, and you can ask Larry. I went and I asked him, Alex, and Tyler, because they have already seen it. This is all today. I asked them. I said, bro, how much is left of this thing? Because I can't take any more of this, of this like flashback. It's black and white. And it's like a big reveal. We can go into spoilers at the end of the at the end of the show, but like it's just a disaster. So, Larry, I think I forget who commented first. I think it was I think it was Tyler or somebody or Alex. It wasn't Larry because Larry, you know, Larry's all about finishing movies and staying at theater. So I knew I wasn't going to get an answer from him. And I think Tyler or Alex was like thirty minutes, and I said absolutely not. I I, I can't take another thirty minutes of this movie. And then you guys are telling me that the twist that happens gets reversed. And I'm just like, bro, I don't know. I I don't know who sat at a writer's table and thought all of this stuff was going to work and mend. And as a, I love Matthew Vaughn. I'm going through his like film list. And like, I love almost, almost all of the, all, all of this stuff. And I just, I can't believe, I can't believe, I can't believe, I can't believe this came off of the editing floor. Uh, this was just bad. It's one of my it's one of my most hated movies in a long time. I was enjoying the first like twenty minutes when we're all when we're all up in John Cena and Henry Cavill and Dua Lipa. It was it reminded me of like I don't know uh, James Bond and it was fun and all that. And then when it once it got into like the book is like reversing to the to the to that time and then that time is reversing into this time <laughs> and then like somebody has amnesia. Oh my god, it's just. It's just a disaster. It's a disaster of a film. It's a shame because I was so excited for a character like Bryce Dallas Howard's character to get to be the lead of in a movie like this and like be the the central character and like go through this arc. And for her, oh God, for her to have to get this movie, like, oh man, I don't know. They just did her such a disservice because I was I was excited for that, and they were like, Nah, bro, we're not. <laughs> We gonna ruin it all. And to go back to like Manda's point, like I didn't mind this her visions, but oh my gosh, this is one of those things is she blinks. And every time she blinks, you know, we switch characters. 
and the blink edit was just too much like they kept doing it and they kept like the camera movement was just like oh my god i'm getting like nauseous i don't know maybe i got vertigo because (laughs) i was like oh okay we're uh i've had enough of this blinking edit over and over this transition is too much Mm -hmm. and he just does it too much over and over i feel like he thought the audience was so dumb that we wouldn't register the change by itself without the blinking yeah maybe do it a couple times like all you have to do that's what i don't get do it a couple times okay establish what's happening Mm -hmm. and then drop it then we got it we know what's going on yeah but he carried it out like he literally thought the (laughs) audience was dumb the whole movie because the whole movie like i was thinking okay maybe it's just gonna be a couple of times with a blinking the whole time like you said larry so if he just toned that down and just made the audience think a bit we would have had a very different film. Yeah. So it was just I, a mess. I also thought that uh, her character, um, she's like a thousand names, so I can't really say much. But like, I thought her character was also poorly written because they kind of do this thing where they want you to feel like she's kind of mentally not there. And oh. uh, <laughs> that's what they do. And then, But then it's like, it's not, it, they, 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 don't, they don't commit to the bit when it comes to that, it's like they just they want to do a thousand things with her character, and her character by the end has like one of the weirdest like protagonist arcs I think I've ever seen, and it, it just it just didn't work for me, and I'm and I'm really disappointed. The trailer was like done to hell. Like I was I was the trailer was just making me physically like not want to go to the movies anymore. I just I was getting tired of the trailer so much, but. Leading up to the movie, I was like, you know, I'm a big Matthew Vaughn fan. I don't know what this movie is about. It looks does not look like weird fun to me. Like Long Legs, this eight, this new like neon movie coming out. Uh, I have no idea what it's what it's about, and I and it's got me more intrigued about it with the marketing and how they're building up to it. This movie, once we got closer to it, it wasn't like, oh, I'm so intrigued because I don't know what this movie's about. I was more like annoyed that I didn't know what this movie is about, what this movie is about. And then when I sat there. Is they didn't know what this movie was about because like they wanted it to be like a buddy cop movie where somebody like ghosted it, the movie is ghosted for the first half it's it's a, an assassin who's really good and then you have a nonsensical uh partner and protagonist that follows around the assassin while the assassin does, does all the work and it's that for a half and then the second half it's like this lethal weapon born ultimatum kind of bullshit where memories are altered and things are twisting and then it goes from that to whatever it ended up going to as you guys said because i didn't finish it i couldn't do it but um well, the thing I, they get wrong know. is, well, we mentioned about doing twists, is you hit a big twist at, a, you know, around halfway, maybe three, two thirds of the way through. And then you give yourself enough time to, you know, tell a proper like post twist story. And what this film doesn't do is that like it does twist one, it brings a twist in, you know, kind of early. And then instead of establishing a good story based on that twist, they just keep twisting and twisting and twisting and twisting. So there's no, there's no story after that. It's just a jumbled, like, what am I watching? Like what's going on? (laughs) There's no story here. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I, I don't know. I mean, we've been going on for like 20 minutes about the movie. I mean, did you guys want to go, the soundtrack is pretty good. 
sound i guess man the song the songs were fun like obviously yeah Yeah, it was fun fun. and and i will say the action the action stuff that we did get from it um i enjoyed i did enjoy because i love i love the way he shoots action uh matthew Mm -hmm. vaughn it's one of my favorite things about the kingsman movies is the action sequences but i mean that's all i can really say I did like the the performances, but I feel like nobody knew who they were supposed to be because the script doesn't know what they are supposed to be. Am I good? Am I bad? Am I not good? Am I? It's just, it's really, really rough. And um, they set this thing up. Coming for that best supporting actress, (laughs) Mother Doula, is she coming? (laughs) It's like they set up a thing with a, a character in the beginning who's a villain from the start. And then, like, two-thirds into the movie, like, he's trying to reason and, like, mm-hmm. this is when I this is when I got it. I got it, Dodge. But, like, yeah, it's just, that's why I say, like, nobody knows who they were supposed to play. Because nobody has a straight arc. Everyone just, like, it's just flip-floppy. I'm good, now I'm bad. I'm good, now I'm bad. Now I'm really good, now I'm really bad. It's just, it was just really rough. And I'm so disappointed because no, I wasn't looking forward to the movie, but I love Matthew Vaughn. I was looking forward to his style again. And um, all I'm going to say is that this brother called uh, Deadpool, the savior of the MCU. And uh, after watching this, I'm a little worried. And I don't Ooh. know. Sorry, Leo. Damn. <laughs> Sorry, I do, Leo. I don't know. I do have to add that because it wasn't an R rating or like higher than, I don't think it's 14A either. I think he was holding back on the action scenes because they still didn't like blow me away like they did in Kingsman. Like the mm-hmm. one that Larry like the ones that we said the the um, the smoke bomb one and then the ice skating were the two most memorable and then they saved that for the last like I don't know 30 minutes of it but I I think there was no consistent um sorry there's no consistency with the action sequences throughout like he usually does so i think that was also kind of underwhelming because we're so like used to kingsman style type of action and we just didn't get that here yeah and they're they like it's one of those movies where people get like point blank like shot in the head right in front of you and Mm -hmm. nothing nothing happens they just fall to the ground (laughs) they just fall down It's true. It's like I would have seen some blood or like someone something. just like blowing yeah. away or something. Like we people getting that. sliced and diced with like <laughs> yeah. these knives in the middle of this oil bath and yeah. like no blood. It's just you yeah. know, just they just fall was, to the ground. It was tame, so it was unfortunate too. Uh, so uh, yeah. There's a mid credit sequence that is just baffling. I, um. <laughs> I wasn't a fan, but if you're going to watch the movie, I guess, you know, stay for that. So It happens uh, pretty quick into the credits, so you don't have to stay for very long. Like five seconds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's, uh, I guess, there's absolutely no way I, I want to talk about this movie again besides box office, you know, with Larry. Which Other is going to be a bomb because they thought spending $200 million, $200 million on it was million. a good idea. I, it's like so. the, these Apple movies, they, they're just dropping money into these films i think it, it makes sense though it's apple they have all the money in the world but Same you can't with Amazon. use that scorsese excuse on this one it's matthew no, you Vaughn. Cannot. it's not an awards contender no, it's not anything so um oops. so uh let's uh let's get into some spoilers here i feel like the people want to 
want us to go into into these spoilers. So uh, if you haven't seen it, man, I cannot, I cannot, as a friend, if you're listening to this podcast, you are a friend of mine. I cannot recommend it <laughs> at all. So I'd rather you do something else that makes you happy. Whatever that is, do that instead. There's absolutely no way I can say, yeah, you know, maybe you'll have fun. There, there's no way I can do that. Uh, I don't know if you guys can recommend it, but I, I can't. But anyway, let's get into some spoilers for Argyle. Uh, in three, two, one. Spoiler free. Let's get into it. So there is a, is a moment in the movie towards the middle part, I would say, that this is where... Because initially the the twists are happening, and I'm initially I was like, okay, fine. Like the first ones when they're like, well, it's not really your parents. I was like, okay, fine. I went along with it, and I was like, okay. Then they, my turning point was when they got to Samuel L. Jackson. That's this is when I was like, all right. Because Samuel Jackson sits down, Emily. Is her name Emily? Is it Ellie or Emily? It's Ellie, right? Ellie. Ellie. Ellie, right? Okay. So he sits down, Ellie. He's like, Ellie, I know you want to know who Agent Argyle is. And then, you know, I don't know what everybody was expecting, but I was kind of expecting something stupid, like, oh, maybe it's her or whatever. And he no, says it. With her. <laughs> he, he says it. So he's like, Agent Argyle is you. And I was like, okay. I was like, all right, you know, I was expecting that. And then he says, this is this this is what did me over. This. He said, it's actually Agent R. Tile. I flipped my lid. I was like, what? <laughs> Agent R. Kyle. And they I, I felt like I was watching like a Nickelodeon short or something <laughs> from like Drake and Josh or iCarly. I was baffled that this made it on to like whatever. When he said that name, I said, bro. So now you just think I'm, now you think I'm like an idiot. Like, so Amanda said that they think, who said that? Was it you, Amanda? I, <laughs> said yeah, they said think it. that I was like, now you think that I am an idiot. Like I'm just really dumb and I'm really going to like, Fall. And then someone in the audience, someone, this this wasn't a packed packed theater, right, at all, by any means. I saw it in IMAX, had to be at least seven of us. But somebody down in the bottom row was like, huh? I was like, no, dude. <laughs> I was like, no, dude, no. So then after this, okay, so then they spend like 15 minutes explaining what happened. And I don't even remember. I think I was texting somebody because I was so angry. I think I was texting the group, uh, my other group chat with Larry and them. I was texting. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then, um, and then so they're explaining. It's like it's it's this massive, you know, um, exposition dump. Massive, massive one. They're explaining everything. They're like, "You knocked your head. Whatever happened, blew up. Whatever, and you had amnesia." So uh, the Brian Cranston is like. Your dad, your fake dad, mind you. Sam Rockwell's character is watching all this go down, and he does nothing about it for like five years. I was baffled. So, Sam Rockwell and not Sam Rockwell, Brian Cranston and 
and the other lady. It's like Catherine O'Hara. Yes, it's like they're her fake parents, and they try to trick her. They hypnotize her, and they hypnotize her. They bring out like this fucking Men in Black fucking hypnotizer, (laughs) and they warp her brain. You think you think I'm making this up? You think like a five year old will write this script? They warp her brain, and then she's now so then like Sam Rockwell like fucking hit me hit me and then she hits him and now she has all these skills and i was like brother what is this what is this movie and then so i'm like okay Dwayne, listen listen all right you know it's not for you just stick it out okay (laughs) just stick it out because i wanted to leave at this part so the movie goes on goes on then they get to this ball this party and then they do another twist where Bryce is looking at a screen. Bryce Ellis Howard is looking at a screen and she does his face. She's like, oh my God. Ah. And then you're supposed to think that maybe Sam Rockwell's bad again or whatever, right? So then like, and then they drag Sophie Patella through this. I was like, wow, what's going on, man? So then they get to Bryce and she's like, they're like, uh, you remember, don't you? And I'm like, don't fucking do this. Cause I knew it was coming. I was like, don't fucking do this, man. Just fucking get going with this shit and end it. And then, like, now, now Ellie or Rachel, whatever the fuck, or Kyle is the bad guy. And I said, brother, life is sacred. Okay. I left. I got out of there so quick. I went and ordered some food for Dana and I, and I brought it home. I, I left that movie. That is. I don't know what else happens. You guys can say whatever, you know, the other spoilers, but I can't believe there are people out here. This is fun. This is, this is this charming. I was baffled when I saw that all over Twitter today. I, I don't know. Dude. Uh, I, I, I was furious at this movie. Dwayne, Absolutely. She, furious. she shoots Sam Rockwell through a quarter inch valve <laughs> in his heart uh, because she's told by a fan that that is a possibility. Turns out the fan was Ariana DeBose, and that's how she comes back. Because oh, when she was shot God. in the army, she got shot through like this little valve in her heart and lived. <laughs> so it does get worse. Just oh. so you know. the hypnosis comes oh back, Dwayne. The whole oh thing. The hypnosis and comes then- back. Oh my god, that music! And then she had to turn the um, the jewelry box, wherever the hell it was, with the figure skater. And every time it stopped, she would come back into like good person. And then she would wind up the doll, and then the music would come back. <laughs> and I was like, "This is going on for an extra ten minutes." It was Absolutely wild. not. It was so bad. It just got worse, dude. I got it's some like four stars on Letterbox here, dude. I'm baffled. I don't know, man. No, I have is to this say, I went not to- for me. I went two, and I Same. almost went one and a half. I, was I had one and a half. Because I, sh- I was I very mad. I, I was I had like one and a half. annoyed. I literally gave two stars for Sam Rockwell and, like, <laughs> Samuel Jackson Dude, and half of Henry Cavill. Like, that's, that's literally I what got, I did. I got some four stars. I got, I got yeah, some no. four and a halves. No. I don't know, dude. Something. Here's something else that makes me mad. So it's kind of revealed that she is the real life, obviously, Argyle. And then Sam Rockwell's like the real life John Cena. So they do this like cut. So they, they're they like 
you know, in love. That's part. Oh God, that's part of did this that, whole thing. Where the fuck did that come from? Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> this romance that is shoehorned in the ad for no reason. There's like literally no good reason for these two to be in love. They this is a book. Been, is this like yeah, legit? It's a book, and it's you know all the all the who wrote it, who really is the real Ali Conway, blah blah blah. But who cares? Here's another thing that annoys me. If you're going to commit to it, commit to it. So they kiss in the third act, um, Bryce Dallas Howard and Sam Rockwell. And then they show their parallels of Henry Cavill and John Cena. And they're just standing next to each other looking happy. I'm like, why aren't they kissing? You're fucking Larry. If we're going to do it, why why are the one couple in real life kissing and y'all are just, oh, (laughs) we're chummy buds? Nah, bitch. Commit to to your premise if you're going to do it. Do it. Um, No, and then they have one big final reveal about Henry Cavill in that third, the very last scene of the movie that is like, oh my God. Wait, what's the reveal with him now? So she's she apparently <laughs> oh, finishes her book. So she goes me, back to, to finish book five. And they mirror a scene from the first act where she's answering questions. She reads her book and, you know, people are asking her questions. We learn Ariana DeBose is the new Steve Jobs, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Samuel Jackson is back with the CIA. And then the last person who stands up to ask her a question is like, redneck um henry cavill Mm -hmm. he's putting on this like thick southern accent with like a mullet Mm -hmm. Uh, and he's like i don't got a question for you but i'm sure you got plenty of questions for me and then it cuts Uh, to the credits it's so stupid oh dude i don't know i don't know thank i don't usually like to play on pray on people's downfall it's rare when i do as far as box office goes the last one had to be like flash because i couldn't stand the year of like hyperbole around that movie and, and it did what it did being unscathed yeah yeah i had to that that movie had to fail i'm sorry i mean listen i'm sorry this movie, I don't need. I don't need a sequel. I don't need a threequel. I don't need a prequel. I don't need nothing from this movie. Do not. I. I heard Larry tells me this shit ties into Kingsman. Do, do not, not go near my Kingsman with this damn archival bullshit. Okay. Listen, do not. The do whole not. Time I was watching this freaking movie, I said, Matthew, why in God's name did we not just get Kingsman three right now? Like brother, like what are you doing? Like do anything else? Like anything else besides what? What encouraged you, Matthew Vaughn, to be like, oh man, I gotta direct that damn Argyle, dude? I, I I don't know, man. Um, I don't know about this book. I pray to God it's not this messy. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. Like, it I is. Mean, this oh is... no, it's based on the movie. Like it's not real. Wait. Oh. oh God. Yeah, because the the actual author's Ellie Conway. Like it's like based on the like it's accompanying the movie. It's not an actual book by an actual author. <laughs> like, oh. oh, and oh, they do to a tease. Like, see, that's the thing is, oh my God, they do like this tease about book one adaptation coming soon or something yeah. in the post. It's horror. No. There doesn't need to be a sequel. Don't try to tie this into No Kingsman. I was so annoyed at that mid-credit sequence. Um, thank God Taron Edgerton didn't get like roped into this thanks oh, to Matthew. Oh Vaughn. yeah, could you imagine? Because they brought Jesus. all his Kingsman people in here. I'm surprised. Yeah. Uh, and I'm oh, like, I'm surprised Homeboy was in here. Taron Edgerton was far and away from this project. I'm sorry, Sophia Butella, that he snatched your ass. Yeah, and got I was you like, oh my god. 
So he uh, probably got dragged into this. I, we I, need I'm Bryce. surprised. Bryce, get a better. We need to find you a good project. I, I'm surprised I, he didn't. He you. didn't. Um, <laughs> like I was surprised he didn't drag like Colin Firth up into this oh thing God, as to be to be her dad bitch. or something. Oh my God. <sighs> No, um, yeah, uh, Bryce. We need to find you a good project after the Jurassic World franchise, and now oh, this. Poor thing. Like the world is rooting for you, ma'am. We all love you. You're a great director. We've loved your directing work so far, but oof, it's been a struggle with you in front of the camera recently, ma'am. No, you look gorgeous, yeah. but we need we need to pick a better project. I'm begging, begging. Yeah. Oh, and Henry, yeah. I hope that ungentlemanly whatever is called that's coming out later this year is good. He looks fun in the trailer, so I hope he <laughs> gets a of stuff. Yeah. The, the the best thing I the best thing about this movie was I um I saw the Monkey Man trailer before it. Oh god, that yes. looks that looks incredible. Oh, I cannot so wait for that. I, that was the best thing about this film was that I didn't watch the movie the trailer on purpose because I wanted to wait until I got in front of a theater to but watch it. it and man, it was bad. worth it. It was worth Dev, it. Yes, Dev, yes, Dev Patel coming <laughs> through. Uh, John Cena. I like. I, I, just, I really, I, I I really hope somebody gets them together again. I really like the first. Same. I'm telling you, the first ten minutes, I was actually, I was in. I was like, okay, James Bond, Kingsman vibes. You got Henry with a weird haircut. It's weird. I don't like this I, haircut. I got so but, uh, mad. <laughs> yeah. Who chose to do this Hen to him? Henry is like a really good looking fella. Right. And somehow you just ruined it with this hair. I don't know what this hair is. And, and then like, Sam Rockwell was, was, oh my God, he did it too. And it was like, oops. don't do it to Sam Rockwell. Oh my God, when they dressed up like the characters. Oh. <laughs> they dressed up like Dua oh Lipa and Henry Cavill. It was so <laughs> oh, it was bad. dumb. Yeah. Like, I mean, listen. We're not gonna go to the route that old boy on Twitter went, but yeah. let's just say Bryce Bryce was sitting in that dress though. I'm like, oh, okay, I giving Dua a run for the money. I see, Miss Dallas Howard. I will say I, I understood the tweet. Oh. But I, I, would, I wouldn't, but I wouldn't I have get said it. it. You know no, no, we understand. Yeah, we wouldn't have said it, but we get it. <laughs> Listen, she was I wish. Looking good. I just wish the the um, the color of the dress for Bryce Dallas Howard was different yeah. because I think complexion wise it works differently for Dua so, and then works yeah, differently for, for Bryce. Sure. That was my only peeve. Um, but she killed it, Avi. I was just like, if you're a fan of Dua Lipa, the trailer is her whole role. Like <laughs> that's her it. entire that's role in the movie is, it. is the yeah. trailer. That's so <laughs> yeah, I laughed um, when she. Yeah, I was dying of laughter. I was like, wow, okay, good marketing. I mean, she everybody. showed a little promise, like she showed, like she you know, kind of fun. But yeah. they didn't give her much to do. Kind of like Barbie, she's just there to it, look pretty, say a couple words, and. She kind of felt like a John Wick Mission Impossible kind of little side villain. Like I liked it. I liked it yeah. a lot. Actually. Now that you say that, if we got if she got like the Halle Berry treatment in a John Wick movie, I think yeah. she would eat. I think yeah. she would do really well, and it would be a lot of fun. But that's what it felt like. Yeah. So Sophia Butella, we need to find her a good actor. Man, she popped too. up, and I was like, "Not you too." I said, "Not you Ooh, too." Not man. <laughs> <laughs> went from Rebel Moon, and now you got to gave her too. nothing. <laughs> How do you put Sophia Butella in a movie like this and, and not let her kick action ass scene. She didn't right. have an action it's, scene. Fuck, man. Like, you don't let her she kick just ass. Sat there. I was getting okay, when she started talking to Bryce Dallas Howard, I'm like, did they used to be lovers? Because like right? what energy is this it right was. now? Just, did right? you miss me? I was like, what? <laughs> okay. What's about to happen in this room? I was like, I'm sold, and then nothing happened. 
then nothing. Then, then Sophia leaves the room, never to be seen again or heard of. Like, oh, yeah, dude. Okay. it's a lot of that. It's a lot of people who are in this. It's just like, like I, I would have liked more John Cena and everybody else. Everybody, yeah. it's, it's a, it's a great cast, but it's just like you do nothing with them, and it yeah. sucks. Oh, it's unfortunate. Um, we gonna have to get you to watch the end. Larry, I I'm not. I can't do this. I I am. Um, some way we when it's streaming, Dwayne, it's okay. Yeah. You can just fast forward to what you missed. What what was <laughs> this? What was this on? It. Was this Universal? It probably will be on Apple TV Plus. Apple in some yeah, way. yeah, on Apple TV yeah. Plus. I don't know. Sure. Maybe man. In like five months. It really dang. I saw it's an IMAX. You know, IMAX is like twenty something dollars. Thank God for A list because oh AMC A list because oh my, had I spent twenty something dollars on this and left. Uh, I just I would have been baffled. So low key though, okay. I didn't like the movie, but even after seeing the movie and not liking it, AMC, where was like that little Argyle backpack popcorn bucket? Ooh, because you understand, I would have snatched that shit so fast. That little <laughs> backpack that the cat is in is huge. Like yeah. that should have been a popcorn nah, they bucket. Worried what are we about doing? that Dune bucket right now? Oh Larry. my god! I, why do they have that out already? That is wild. That AMC is already selling. Honestly, that damn honestly, pocket. for they, reasons, Larry. For no, reasons. no, but honestly, <laughs> I presume that because it went viral, they brought it oh out early. God. I think that's why. I think that's why it went viral. It looks like a, you know, so they were like, let's just release it now. Oh, they won't so. have any by the time opening weekend comes. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> the they better be on... putting some plastic on them seats. I'm not joking, AMC. <laughs> this is too much. Like, uh-uh. Oh, oh, what's his name on Twitter? Brought in the Doom Buzzy for this Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, uh, let's get out of here. We spent way too much time on this film. Let's uh, get going here. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, If you're angry at me for leaving a movie, I don't know, dude. Cut some grass or something. That's what I did after I watched this movie. Golly. (laughs) That's it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. I'll go around. Good everyone's social media. I'll start with you, Amanda. Agent Argyle. Hello. Let them know where they can follow. Yeah. Uh, you guys can always follow me over at AMX NDA Reviews on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. You can check out my website, CandidXCinema.com, and my YouTube, Candid Cinema. All right, and Larry. Yeah, so uh, we just, uh, unthankful for me, I do have a, a movie I thought that was worse than this. Uh, Argyle oh. needs to be thankful that I watched Founders Day in 2024. Um, oh, so I can't. We're already, you know, uh, we're, we're pretty deep into the worst of. January was rough this year, you know, and <laughs> February ain't off to a good start either. It's just been a journey. Um, but if you want to hear my full thoughts on Founders Day or Argyle or most of the movies I've seen this year, you can check me out on uh, YouTube at Chili Boy Productions, on Instagram, Chili Boy Productions, and you, on Twitter at Chili Boy YT. All right, everyone. You can follow me on Twitter at Cinematic94. And you can follow the podcast, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. And that was Amanda. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.